Blog Talk Radio. You think you got what it takes? Then join Big Sarge and J50 in the war room, where politics will never be the same. Taking on the disease they call liberalism and stomping them back into their safe spaces. They don't call this the war room for nothing, ladies and gentlemen. breathing. Oh, gang, it appears that Big Sarge is having a little bit of an issue today with his microphone. Yeah, it sounds like I can hear him breathing, but uh, well, at least y'all can hear me. <laughs> All right, then. Well, Big Sarge is going to step away for a minute there. He's going to go and uh, restart. Um, 
his microphone and all that, you are and have jumped into the war room with Big Sarge and J five O. I'm just temporarily sitting in here while they get their microphones working. And yes, everybody knows me as Doc or Dave or just about everything and anything you can think of. Join us up here on the American Patriot Radio dot com chat room. I see the Alaskan right in there. Good evening. We'll uh, join us. You can type, even if you don't log in to the uh, Tango chat room and sign up for the free account, you can just sign in um, with a nickname and you can still uh, participate in the chat room. It's not like the other place where if you're not logged in, you cannot chat. Here you can. And laughing with this, I said, well, who is that talking Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I just let him. I hear somebody else online. I just don't know today if it's hard, who it may be, but there is an open line someplace. <laughs> Gotta love technology and live radio, folks, right? Never know what's going to happen around. Yeah. Hope you guys have had a chance to look over the site. It is coming together very nicely. Uh, more changes yet to come. It's going to be looking even better and better each day as we go along here. Lots of new and exciting things. American <laughs> Start up soon. Yep, we hear you. Is that you, Sarge? Yes, not. Yes, you <laughs> Somebody breathing heavy. Uh, that's just a shortness of the microphone we're picking up from whoever that is trying to connect in there. Well, anyway, as I was saying, there's several new shows coming, several new um, adventures we have uh, begun to look into and uh, start putting together and getting on the things in place to accomplish what we're looking to do. Uh, The YouTube live channel and event channels should be going on very shortly. Uh, No, last game you call in. PR line, not the APR one. The APR one uh, is for, uh, right now. H2O just jumped into the chat room. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, my man was listening to nothing. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> we're waiting. We're waiting. They're having a uh, microphone issue there on Big Sarge's end, and we're just waiting for him to reconnect to the studio. So I'm just here uh, fiddling my thumb like the rest of us. <laughs> Let me get the Alaskan there. Go ahead and call in Alaskan. But I can't even see the studio to unmute you if you do. Uh, hopefully they can at least see the studio uh, and take care of that end of things for you. How about you now? Uh, can you hear me there, Doc? Yeah, we got you now. Finally. i tell you what, BTR does not like me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there. Uh, 
for the uh, for the show tonight. So uh, we're just going to get right right into it. Uh, I want to welcome everyone. You're in the foxhole with Sarge tonight, ladies and gents. Jay has the night off. Uh, he has a funeral he's attending uh, for one of his aunts, and he will be back next week. You'll see him on our uh, Wednesday uh, conspiracy theory show on Wednesday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, <clears throat> the call-in number for tonight's show is 929-477-1432. That number, again, is 929-477-1432. Uh, don't be scared. Call in. Join in on discussion. We might even change a mind or two. Well, you know what? I closed down the BTR chat room, so if you're actually listening out there and uh, you are a part of uh, the – if you want to be a part of the discussion, go ahead and visit us at uh, American Patriot Radio at uh, www.americanpatriotradio.com. You can log in to the chat tangle, log in, join us in the chat room. There's a lot of things going on in there, or there will be a lot of things going on there. Uh, let me get my bearings, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I want to apologize for the uh, uh, the technical difficulties we had in the beginning of the show here. I have no clue what the heck was going on, but I couldn't get sound. I couldn't get uh, – <laughs> I couldn't uh, – Dave, nobody could hear me on the mic. So hopefully that is fixed. And, uh, Dave, if uh, my mic messes up again, what I'll probably end up doing is just closing the show down. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, again, I apologize if uh, – excuse me, if anything happens – here in the near future. All right. Uh, We have a great show lined up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about the Paris Accords withdrawal, Kathy Griffin. uh, There's a big subject everybody wants to talk about. And the liberal left attack, the liberal left's attack on Donald Trump and the conservatives, uh, conservative, um, a conservative right. But before we get into that, Old Sarge had some things to say. So, everyone, it's time for Sarge Says. Before I go out on my rant, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to say that uh, here on um, uh, the Foxhole, Saturday Foxholes here with Big Sarge, our hearts and prayers go out to the folks in London tonight as they are recovering yet again from another terrorist attack. Three attacks, three separate attacks happened in London tonight, this evening, a few hours ago. And uh, we posted the just the latest update on uh, the War Room Facebook page. So if uh, everybody wants to go there after the show and check out what's going on um, over there in London, uh, again, our hearts and prayers are, are with everybody in London. We hope you guys recover from it. And um, 
tell you the truth, it doesn't look it doesn't look like any of that stuff's going away anytime soon. So uh, you guys hang in there and uh, let you know that uh, we Americans are, are are with you 110% over here across the pond. All right, you know this week I couldn't believe it. I came on, I looked in the news. The first thing I seen to pop up on my news feed is Black Lives Matter gets a peace award this week. Say what? Seriously, a peace award? <laughs> Of all the biggest racist organizations out there that spreads hate all over the world, Black Lives Matter gets one of the most prestigious awards out there, the Peace Award. I can think of a thousand different um, organizations that deserve that award uh, more so uh, than Black Lives Matter. Uh, There was a Black Lives Matter contingent at Evergreen Campus. They stopped the white teachers from teaching. Uh, They uh, protested around campus. They shut that campus down, basically, from uh, everything that was going on. They were chanting. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you right now, racist, there is no such thing as reverse racism. It's racism. Either it's racism from, uh, it doesn't matter where it comes from. It's just racism, period. And uh, again, apologize as I'm trying to get my bearings here from, uh, um, you know, a slow startup here. But I'm telling you this, I was so outraged when I heard this uh, or when I had seen this and when I had read this. Not only did they receive it, we all know the Black Lives Matter is funded by George Soros and and other leftist organizations out there, millionaires that uh, are, uh, quote unquote, anonymous donors. Um, And you know what? They kept preaching about slavery. They kept preaching about uh, privilege and and all this stuff. And and, and you know, I want to. I just want to say right now. And 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 again, I'm really ticked off about this. I'm really pissed off about this because I'm sick and tired of hearing these people getting. That's like Antifa. I'm sick and tired of seeing Antifa in the news. And these people are gaining ground not only in the United States. It's it's, it's gaining ground all over the world. And as we can see, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Things are changing, and it's not changing for the better. And that's a scary situation that we're putting ourselves in worldwide, um, not only in the United States here, but other countries. You see more and more leftists. Uh, look at uh, Macron um, in uh, France. Uh, um, look at Germany. Um, it's just it looks like now that there's going to be a leftist prime minister that's going to get the vote or is, who is leading in the polls in uh, in England right now, in the U.K. I mean, it seems like the disease just can't be conquered. And you know what? And, to, and, and back on the slavery thing here, who gives a shit about what happened 120 years ago? You know, we're never going to be able to move forward if we continue to stay in the past. All I give a crap about is about today. Yes, we can learn from the past, as we should learn from the past, but why the hell continue to stay and live in it? Oh, and here's something I want to, I want to have some of. And I know a lot of other people are out there looking for it. I haven't been able to find any yet, but you know what? If you guys find any, let me know. And that's white privilege. Where the hell is my white privilege? I want to know where the hell it's at because I haven't been able to find any. I don't know about you, Dave, but I sure in the hell don't have any. I worked for every damn thing I got. Um, (laughs) BLM and those that support the cause, they need to grow the hell up because you have more privilege. You have more opportunities than others. Um, I'm sick and tired of people playing the race card. I'm sick and tired of people playing the victim card. Yeah, we're going to talk about Kathy Gifford tonight. I can't wait to get into that damn subject. Speaking of victim, you know, all I got to say is go screw yourself. You're in the United States of America. 
If you're black or any color for any color for that matter, including white, and you can't make it here, then you can't make it anywhere. I'm sorry to say that. This is the land of opportunity. When you come here into the United States or else if you already live here and you want to use the victim card to your advantage over and over and over again, you're you're going to continue to live as a victim. You're not going to go forward. You're not going to get um, you're not going to stand up. You're not going to be able to to get out of that crutch of playing the victim or, or even the race card. I am so sick of seeing the race and victim card. And I just seen a protest today that was in front of the uh, White House. And um, it was uh, a leftist organization again. It was a couple of congressmen, some state representatives. Um, oh, yeah, EJ, we're going to talk about the gloaming uh, accords or the global uh, accords tonight. Definitely. I'm going to tell you something about to, something or, uh, about that. And I am hoping Rich, our liberal friend, calls in tonight. And I'm calling all liberals out there that are listening in. If you if you uh, um, I, I hear you spewing your stuff on the Internet and I'm going off on a tangent here. I see you spewing all your rhetoric on the Internet. But every time we as conservatives or any group, for that matter, call you out to tell you to come on to the show to debate the facts. I use that word. Let me let me spell it for you guys in case you don't know. F-A-C-T-S. When we try to debate the facts with you, you get too scared and you don't want to come on. And let me tell you, trolls tonight, I'm watching out for you. I'm only going to give you one chance. If you don't want to come on and say something constructive and contribute to the to the uh, to the conversation tonight, I'll just stay. I'll just stay with the who we have on the line. I could care less. You know, I, I, trolls. You know, we must be doing something right if we're already getting trolls this early in, uh, in in the game. So anyhow, back to what I was saying. Let me educate everyone out there listening in. Nobody gives me anything for free. I worked my ass off for it, and I'm white. No reason why anybody should have that excuse to not say. I work what I get. I, I worked hard for what I've gotten and what I have currently, and I will continue to work to get more. Isn't that what we're all what we're all basically trying to do? Everybody's trying to get ahead. It don't matter who you are, and it's great if you do. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what race, creed, religion, whatever. If you end up getting ahead in America, and America affords you that opportunity to get to get ahead, then by all means, you did what you were supposed to do. You didn't use your life as a crutch. You didn't use your, um, and I'm telling you right now, I didn't come from a rich background. I certainly did not come from a rich background. I've seen some of my friends who happened to be uh, uh, very rich growing up and excuse me, they're in a worse off condition now than I am. So you have that choice, ladies and gentlemen, listening out there in the audience, you have that choice, whether or not you want to pick yourself up and, and get out of that crutch and move forward instead of uh, completely blaming the system. Now, I know the system's not perfect. Nobody's saying the system is perfect. We're not the most perfect country in the world, but I can guarantee you for the most part, a lot of uh, you're getting a lot more opportunities here in the United States than you are in any other damn country that I will tell you and that I can tell you for a fact. And if you don't believe it, go try to live in some of those damn countries. And then uh, when you come back to the United States, I hope you kiss the ground because I guarantee um that uh, that you'll definitely agree with me on that. As far as I'm concerned, um, your so-called reparations, and I'm talking about uh, the Black Lives Matter. They had mentioned, uh, and they had this on their website earlier. They took it off. I guess they got a lot of heat for it. And again, this wasn't in any of the mainstream media whatsoever. I just happened to be there at the right time at the right place and seen it. 
they had something on uh, their website about talking about reparations um, for uh, for their time in sl- uh, you know the the slavery period from way back in the day. And I guess there's a couple of congressmen and senators out there uh, from the liberal left who are trying to advocate uh, to to get everybody to have uh, to be paid reparations for what happened in the 1800s. Um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, a lot of you are already receiving reparations. It's, all, it's called welfare, all right? <laughs> you want money from white people, but you already have money from us. Not only us, everybody else that's paying taxes. So I don't want to hear that crap about reparations because three-quarters of the folks that are that are talking about this or who, who support this, this asinine um, freaking idea um, are the ones – uh, that are uh, usually uh, entitled or on the entitlement system, and, and you know who you are. I'm not going to call anybody specifically out or any any uh, you know any 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 particular citizen out. It, it, it just goes to show you that it's it's sickening when I hear people left and right come up to me and say, you know what, I'm making a certain amount. I hit that other tax bracket uh, recently, and the taxes that get taken out. It's just ridiculous. I, I don't know what else to say, and I'm hoping that it changes soon. And that was still uh, thanks to, to to Mr. Obama and uh, and his crew uh, back in the day, uh, you know, for that. And it just seems like the harder and harder you work, the more and more you get taken away from you. Uh, like um, like we used to say in the military, you make you make a hundred dollars. Uncle Sam takes back ninety nine. <laughs> so uh, all I got to say, and I'm going to keep my rant. Um, over, uh, I'm going to have my rant over after this uh, one statement here is, look, get over yourselves. The sooner you realize that we're all in this together, the better off everyone will be. All right. I tell you what, enough on my rant. Uh, I just, I just get sick and tired. And you know what the, uh, I know I went off on a Kaepernick rant not too long ago. And for those of you who don't know who Kaepernick is, he's a football player or, or a wannabe football player. And uh, he created some controversy by kneeling, um, during the national anthem, uh, during uh, football games, and uh, and to tell you the truth, uh, I, I'm not going to dwell on that subject at all. We're going to get right into it here because I see the call lines already starting to line up here, and I want to get into the conversation because we already missed about 10 minutes of airtime. And again, I apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. And those of you I, uh, that are listening on BTR, I want to let you know I closed the BTR chat room down so you can move over to AmericanPatriotRadio.com, hit the live button. Join us in the chat room. You don't have to sign up for an account at Chantangle. You can log in as a guest, and uh, which a few people already have done and are already contributing to the chat room. So um, I'm no longer – we only got about two, two and a half weeks left on BTR until we make the move over to APR. And then um, – and, and also, uh, BT, uh, APR is uh, streaming in, uh, in high definition. So, I mean, it sounds a hell of a lot better than uh, – uh, blog talk radio. So with that said, um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm sick and tired of hearing about Kaepernick. I'm sick and tired of hearing about black lives matter and on, and all these people playing the victim card. And I see my buddy Rich is on. Okay. On already. And uh, I'm glad to, to see him on. So without further ado, um, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to find out who uh nine five one is. Who's nine five one. Is that you Boyd? Dude, no, it's the killer. Tell a friend, 
Kawaleva. <laughs> Ken Pettigrew. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, man, this is great. You know, this is an old That's friend of mine who had probably one of the best shows out um, that I've ever had the privilege of going on. And um, you, you need to get – once you get your ass moved to Texas, Ken, you need to uh, get that show up and running. So, you know what? I'm going to start out with my buddy Ken tonight, man. It's great to see you, man. Dude, what's, what's going on in the surge? Is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, tell man? a friend, tell a lover. That's what I'm talking about. So, That's it, man. Um, Listen, man. Remember, you got to call in live and let me know what pisses you off. Got to come pull yeah. the trigger with Ken Pettigrew. That's all I got to say. You know, man. but that's coming back. You know, yeah. Once we get moved, I got to get. Uh, you know, been working my ass off like a, every other good, God fearing American man does. So I'm working hard, you know, paying my taxes and leaving this socialist state with my wife. Getting out. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I wish I could leave the communist commonwealth of Pennsylvania. That's for sure. I'm actually looking at moving to Texas Listen, as I'm well there, uh, Ken. Going. It's worth it. There's lots of jobs. Yeah, lots it seems like the, the economy Tons in Texas is really booming. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start out. And, but what's going uh, again, on? The, yeah, so, the, Tim. The, fo- the foxhole. I got to love this part. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, man. About this London. Well, I mean, what did you want to talk about? It's your show. All Excuse right. me. How dare I go in and take over? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a, it's open topic. So, I mean, we, we could, we could talk about pretty much anything, but if you want to go ahead and talk to uh, start off with the, uh, the London bombings, uh, go right ahead. What's your, what's your take on what happened tonight? It's pretty damn devastating already, isn't it? All, as their mayor says, this is what happens when you let, uh, what's the old saying? When, uh, when, what is it, uh, what is it, sympathy and apathy is, is the end of all great nations or something along, along that line. But it's sickening that their mayor says, you dying by the hands of terrorists is a normal day of living in a big city now. You know what? Give me a break. And then they post up. Run, hide, and submit. No, my ass will pack my weapon and defend myself. And if I lose my life and I can save my my wife, the guy standing next to me, the little kid next to me, so fucking be it. I swear. But they talk about let's run, let's hide, let's submit. Be afraid. Be fearful. It's so liberal. I swear. It's so liberal. Well, not to mention London's... Isn't London's mayor, um, um, isn't he a big Sharia law guy? Yeah, see, people, yeah, this is a real problem, and people need to understand this. And people don't get this. What makes America great is that we have a constitution that says, in the eyes of your creator, and your creator could be God, your creator could be like mine, I don't really have one. I think more, you know, I've lost that way about me, about believing there was one guy crossed his arms and we're all here. And if, and my wife is a staunch believer, and so be it. But that's what makes America great is that, is that she can believe that way, and I don't, and I don't pound on her about it. She doesn't pound on me about it, and we have all, – I'll be hard-pressed to have a better marriage than anybody out there listening, period. I don't care who it is. We have a outstanding marriage, and but but 
let's get back to what makes our religious freedom is a religious freedom. It is a Mormons don't believe. Okay, we can't let a religion trump. Maybe that's that's a good word for me because I like the man. Right. But we can't mm-hmm. let that step on our constitution. And what and oh, what hallelujah. the first thing the liberals do, the first things they here we go again. Oh no no no! You don't want someone who believes in Sharia law or, or Sharia law. So that makes you oh well the constitution says blah blah blah. Listen, no 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 Sharia law. You fucking what is so hard to fucking understand? <laughs> Sharia law. Our constitution is our fucking law. Our fucking the Bible's not is not America's fucking law. The constitution is our law. And right, people right. don't even I mean these asswives that want to talk about our constitution, talk about freedom of religion. A, a damn atheist said we should have that in there in the eyes of your creator. An atheist put that in. You know what? Not. I mean, and also, <laughs> an atheist said we should pray, that that Congress should pray. Right, right. And not only that, shit from Shinola, you know? Yeah, now I, I get you riled up. It certainly does. And you know what? I got a I got a liberal buddy of mine on, and I want I want to hear his take on it. Uh, Rich, are you on the air? I'm hoping that's you. Here. Oh, I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Yeah, here. go ahead. Tell, here, tell here, Richard. Hold on. Here, here, here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me, uh, here, here, let me give you the, the, the cliff notes. Racism, bigotry, anti, insert any noun after that. Pick something. I don't care what it is. You're a hater or you don't understand. Okay. Here you go. Let me hear. Okay. If it's anything other than that, Richard, don't, don't have that conversation with me because I've heard it a million times. I read it a million times. Please have something. Please enlighten us with a fresh take that's not racism or not hatred or not somebody's anti-something. Please enlighten me with your knowledge of the Constitution. (laughs) Go ahead, Rich. Oh, boy. boy. I'll say. All right. Well, first off, let me start off by saying, you know, what happened to him on this tragic. Uh, You know, whether it was the concert or what happened uh, today, for example, um, just a, a year ago this week, I was actually on my honeymoon in Europe. Uh, today we were in Paris, but three days ago we were in London, actually on the London Bridge. So, I mean, it's a shame to see that that kind of stuff could happen anywhere. You know, it, it don't matter where you are. And unfortunately, that's something you have to agree with with that mayor. That does happen nowadays anywhere. It could be anywhere in New York. It could be London. It could be Paris. It could be Rome. You don't know. It's a shame. Right. It, it really is. But, um, you know, to not go off on that tangent, to enlighten you guys, I have some wonderful news for you. And it goes back to something that you started the show with, Sarge, um, how you were saying about the leftist disease, if you will, spreading. Um, I don't think you're going to I don't think you're going to see that happen here so quickly, but I really don't. Um, have you guys seen that uh, unity tour that Bernie Sanders and Tom Perez were going on two weeks ago? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that? something about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't well, originally wasn't really was publicized to... a lot, but um, I've seen a little bit about it. But go ahead. Oh, well, this is why it wasn't really publicized. Um, it was a, a, a shit show, part of my language. Um, basically, what you had going on was any city that they went to, nobody was cheering for Tom Perez. Everybody was cheering for Bernie. At one stop in California, 
the the guy who just won the chair for the party of California yelled, shut the F up or get out to a bunch of people who were booing Tom Perez. That doesn't yeah, sound man. like unity tour to me at all. All right. And not only that, I don't know if you guys are aware, uh, California just had their uh, election to see who would head the Democrat Party. As <laughs> all you guys know, California is a very left state. Well, a lot of Bernie delegates ran. They actually got the majority. They won 620-some seats out of 1,100 seats. So you would think that that means they would get to pick the head of the party, correct, for that right. state? Unfortunately, that's not the case. They had superdelegates there that ended up voting for the corporate chair, and now they have a corporate guy that is in charge of the party in California. So unfortunately for me and a lot of people in this country that agree with me, that disagree with you guys are not going to see what's happening in England or France anytime soon because it seems like the Democrat Party would rather lose with people like Hillary than go with a candidate like Bernie. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I never, I never thought Hillary was a great candidate regardless. And uh, I, I think you were a big Bernie supporter, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, that is correct, sir. All right, good, good. So, Rhonda, what's your take on the whole bombing? Well, I mean, there was three different incidences over there in London today. Since since uh, Ken brought us up on that topic, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, I'm I'm hoping that the the frequency of these incidents will get people to open their eyes. You know, they that whole areas in England where the police cannot go. And that surely is an, is uh, a a bed for this shit to grow in, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not surprised at all. I'm sorry for the people. I feel bad for them. You know, you're walking along one one minute, and these guys jump out of the truck and start stabbing you with hunting knives. And we spoke. And, and the thing about it is, we're supposed to be good with that, you know. That's what I find disturbing. How, how are you going to be good? How, how is it? That you have these incidents, but you, you know any attempt to try to stop this type of activity, well, you get called racist, Islamophobic, this and that and the other. I, 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 I hope this incident changes the way people look, view things in England. I don't think their voices get heard very often, but maybe they'll do something now. Right, right, yeah, definitely. That's what I was uh, saying earlier to Dee. I was saying it now. I was uh, uh, saying that earlier today. I was getting ready to open up Chuck here, but I think he's got something up going in the background there, so I'm going to remute him. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, it's it just goes to show you that, uh, and and I know, and I want to say this uh, because this week alone, uh, I I went ahead and uh, Rich, I want to ask you this since you're our liberal friend, and I'm going to go down the line here because uh, okay. I got a lot of caller, I got a lot of callers on the line here. Uh, so bear with me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, as I try to get through these callers. But since Rich is on our line, he's kind of getting ganged up on, um, which he's, a, be able, he's, he's been able to hold his own in the past, and I'm sure he'll be able to hold his own today. Um, why is, uh, is all of a sudden uh, there this, uh, uh, this big uh, leftist attack um, on the right? You think it's because of the Democrats losing <laughs> so, so much? I mean, or is there, is there, yeah, there certainly is. They're attacking Trump. I mean, come on, look at, you know, look, look at what's happened this week alone. 
um, you know, not only just Trump, but uh, with with talking about the conservatism and 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 uh, uh, talking about the the Republicans. I mean, is it because that the Democrats are losing so badly that now that they have no choice but to unleash their liberal counterparts um, on us? Or I mean, what what is it? What what are you guys trying to do? Well, not you per se, but the but the liberal the, the liberal agenda. Well, you know what? Both sides are always going to be attacking each other. That's not going to stop whether one's in charge or one's not. And, uh, you know, you don't see the Democrats really attacking any Republicans on a national level right now other than Trump for the most part. And, you know, how can I put it? I'd rather see the Democrats actually talk about the shitty policies that Trump wants to do with education, for example, um, with what's going on with the Paris Accords as well. Um, instead of talking about that kind of stuff, or even healthcare for that matter, instead of talking about that, all we hear is Russia, Russia, Russia out of them. And you know what? There's no proof of Russia right now. And mm-hmm. if that's all they're banking on right now, they're setting themselves up for failure as far as I'm concerned. There's only like two, pe- two or three people in the Democrat Party right now really talking about the issues. Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, and uh, the, the one senator from uh, Oregon whose name is slipping my mind right now. There are the only three you actually hear out there talking about issues. Everybody else just keeps talking about Trump and Russia. And I really, you know, let's, let's see it if it's really there. That's all I got to say on that regard. Um, well, I, mean, I really think they're you, setting themselves up for failure. You wouldn't really consider Bernie a Democrat. I don't understand why people consider Bernie a Democrat. I don't even know why Bernie considers himself a Democrat. He's an independent the last time I checked. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole reason that he even ran on the Democrat ticket is because he said if he just ran as a regular independent, there's no way that he would even get any recognition from the media. And I mean, let's face it. I mean, you guys saw the primary and how it went. He didn't get any recognition the way it was to begin with. It was all about Hillary, and they tried to suppress him in the media, whether it was CNN or MSNBC or Hell right, Fox right. for that matter. So I think I got uh, Chuck Norris there. Uh, Chuck, are you on the line there? Is that uh, is that your number there? Chuck, Chris? Chris, 570? Yeah, is that, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. This isn't Chris, though. This is Jeff. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. I see another 570 number I thought it would. Go ahead, Jeff. Tell us, uh, uh, you know, tell us uh, what you thought about what's going on over there in London. Well, uh, the last I heard, it was pretty disturbing, but I'm actually traveling right now in the car. I have you guys on speakerphone. Uh, what's what's mm-hmm. the latest you heard? Uh, well, I posted it on our website. I heard it was pretty Yeah, well, it was really breaking up there. It was very choppy, your voice. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear the rest of the callers. Just right there. Uh, sorry yeah, sorry, you were there. pretty uh, broken up there, bud. Yeah, did you get me now? Yep, no problem. I was just bad call. Oh, okay. I think it's yeah, Dodge's well, mic. Yeah, there was, uh, you guys are fine. It was the gentleman that was explaining the London situation that I didn't hear clearly at all. It was very Yeah, you broke up. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, 
What's what's disturbing to me is uh, I'm actually a uh, history teacher and geography teacher, and I have a field trip planned in July to travel to London with my English study students, and we are planning on going to the London Bridge. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, it's, it just makes you wonder, like, what's wh- where is it safe anymore? You know, like, what 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 do you do? You carry yeah, one of those. That's, that's the unfortunate about it. You know, you're you're fighting a radical ideal. Um, you know, this isn't just your typical enemy where you go and topple their capital and uh, the war's over. Yeah. Well, and you know, part of our trip was going to be, um, it was. Uh, uh, culmination for all of our students, we were going to go onto the London Bridge, and I was going to jerk off onto all of them, and it was going to be fantastic. And <laughs> it won't yeah, happen. Heard, uh, it won't happen while you're there. <clears throat> Hello. Yeah. Hey, this is Boyd. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Well, nah, you're sorry breaking you're breaking up. up. I think you got a bandwidth problem there on your end. Yeah. Everybody else seems to be you. five by. Yep. Bandwidth. Yeah. Well, uh, I was calling in. I was going to beat up on Ken just a little bit if if he's still there. Oh, I'm here. But yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Be- beat on me. Yeah. Okay, I got to hear this. Yeah, well, Listen, man, you what, I, I hope I, you brought a freaking lunch. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, yeah, it's well, dinner time now, right? It's 741 here in California. Uh, it's 642 here, or 641 here in Alaska. Oh, you're but, in Alaska? Yeah. I'm a little you bit further west well, than you. Can, can you see Russia? <laughs> When I fly over the little diamede, I can. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but I was I was gonna I was gonna uh, correct you a little bit there, Ken. You know, in the beginning of the show, you were talking about the uh, Constitution and the religion and all of this this other crap. Correct. Remember. <laughs> what the Constitution says and stuff. Well, you got to remember, we have founding documents, not a founding Correct. document. All right. So, yes. To, to understand the Constitution, you must read first and understand the Declaration of Independence. Independence. The const. Yeah. The Constitution was written around the Decla- Declaration of Independence to prevent the grievances that were written up in the Declaration of Independence from ever happening again. However, you know, most people are not following the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, and we are technically back in the same situation we were in colonial days. Oh, overtaxed? Taxes well, without representation. Overtaxes and other issues. There's lots of issues that were just like then, and, and what's happened? 
the same thing. What's the same? Hardworking men make nice civilizations and make lazy men. And lazy men make freaking horrible civilizations, and it takes hardworking men to get it back. And, and what have we done? We've raised a country full of pussification of America. Look what has happened. Look what has happened. You know, we talk about this terrorist issue, but no, listen, we need to make hard choices. And the choices we need to make are not nice. The choices we, people, okay, listen, you got a pedophile as a son or a dad or an uncle. It is your responsibility as a free American man to handle that situation. It's time for we to be accountable for our own. And that's the same thing with the Muslims and the terrorists. They need to start being accountable of their own because other than that, are we going to keep letting children and women and people getting blown up and killed? When is enough enough, or do we just keep pussyfooting around the situation and everybody be nice about it? Let's be understanding, oh, God forbid, another 20 teenager girls are gone. Another handful of gay people are shot in some nightclub. Oh, a whole office full of office workers are killed. See, it doesn't matter who who you are. They want to kill Westerners. So, and who they are is not being handled by their own kind. And that's an issue on its own. And then when you or I say something or anybody else, somehow now I'm a racist, I'm a bigot, I'm a... No, I am telling the truth. The rest of you or the rest of them have their head up their sand and want to hide behind... See, people hide behind their Bibles, people hide behind their politics, people hide behind their cloaks, people hide behind a lot of shit. But you know what? As they're hiding, our our civilization's going to hell, women and children are dying, and we don't do nothing about it. We do nothing about it other than, oh, we'll leave it up to the next politician. Oh, we can't say that because... God forbid your neighbor's going to be mean to you. Or God forbid some guy on the radio is going to call you, oh, you're, you know, of course. Okay. And the problem with the liberals is their only out is racism. They're only, the biggest racist on the planet hide behind the word racist. The right. Democrats hide behind the word racist, and they're the biggest <laughs> racist on the planet. Right. It's yeah, hey, you guys got me now? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, you're fine all right, good. No, good. no, no, I man. To... We all should have said no. Or try it again. Who's on our Skype line? Is that uh, go ahead? Who's on our Skype line? I want to know. No, good night. What's up, y'all? Ah, it's what's no problem, up, man? Child. Come, yeah. Come on. I'm here. Get your input on this. You know, I always want to hear you. Yeah. Hopefully, I won't get booted off and... this time. All right. Well, hopefully I won't cause too many problems, man. I'll try to get along tonight. Uh, but to the last gentleman, <laughs> to the last gentleman, when you start talking about vigilante justice, that means the terrorizing group has won. When you decide you're going to go away from your laws and your way of, of conducting business and conducting war, uh, they've actually beaten you. So I think to to go easily into the, the, the ideal that, okay, we just got to get out here, start rounding people up, taking them out and this and that, once you go to that level, you reach the barbarity of what they're doing, and now you've made yourself equal to a terrorist group. And honestly, well, no, no, the fact that well, well, hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. And honestly, the fact that we're we're supporting Saudi Arabia, where we saw Trump fly in, who is 
the money. biggest investor in Wahhabism in the world and is right. creating a lot of these networks. And then we turn around and act like we don't know where they're coming from. At a certain point, it's laughable. And if you look at England right now, the Labor Party leader, uh, he's actually come out and said, look, some of our policies and some of our uh, funding of so-called rebels is coming back in blowback. And the only people who are vulnerable to blowback are regular citizens. The folks who make those policies and, and bomb other people, they're not vulnerable to the stuff. So I, I just, yeah, okay. man, okay. I, this is a really complicated okay. subject, okay. and it's okay. hard to do no, it no, no. When, when we're doing it off emotion. Right. Listen, it's super deep. But now let's, now let's remember, we never had this issue. There's been terrorists. There's been people blown. Look at, I remember growing up, but granted, I mean, I grew up in the, I mean, I was born in seventy. So I grew up through the mid-70s, 80s, Reagan era, into, you know, just like probably most of us listening tonight, okay? But we didn't have this issue. This all started, this all started, all these people getting blown up by the same groups of people. Once we started taking people from their own countries, putting them in here and there and there and there without any requirements to become a German or to become an American, or to become a Canadian, or a Mexican, or whatever, you're, or whatever <laughs> country they're going to. We, we put people in places, and now you and I, it, see, the, the sickening part of this is you and I are held by a law where everybody else gets to shit on it. Everybody else is shitting on our laws, but you and I have to be steadfast by them, but they keep, it's like in California. The prim- mm-hmm. It's the perfect example. They let all these criminals out. They tried to say low-level offenders. Well, no, they were rapists and murderers, mo- many time over violent, violent, violent criminals. But they wrote the law, so if the guy stole a piece of gum, well, it's just a misdemeanor. It's okay, we'll let him out. Yeah, but prior to that, he raped and murdered and slaughtered. Uh, no, 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 his history doesn't matter. That makes well, no difference. You know, Kevin, yeah, I think I think I Nas hit on a key I think Nas hit on a key subject here or a key key point. And I happen to agree with Doc on that. He talks about emotion. You know, you can't go into it with an emotional feeling about it. It's gotta be a little bit logic. And hey everybody Rich, I open you back well, up well, by the well, way. Here. Yeah, and and a few here, thing, here, a few here, things here. to correct here. in what he in what he just said. Uh the refugee policies policies are actually stringent. And for the most part, the people who are terrorists are not refugees who've been vetted and documented. Oh, uh, honestly, think true. about it. Think about true. it. Well, you, uh, look, I don't want to go by your YouTube evidence. I'm going to give you the actual right. requirements and actual standards that are used. Matter of fact, if you're a terrorist network, why the hell would you want your person documented, fingerprinted, and photoed on the way in? For the most part, you're talking about those illegal smuggling operations that go from the tip of North Africa and the Middle East and and come in by boat, those are the people we're talking about who are the danger, not the people who are actually documented. That's not how that works. Ooh. And then this other part okay, that no, people no, really don't you're get. Wrong. You're wrong. Well, look, dude, well, I, I know you Boston think you know what you're talking first. about, the but Boston, you're going to need to do a little Boston more research bomb. to really get into Where's this. Where's the Boston bomber? Here's the, the other part. Bomber. The Boston bomber. Here's the other part. How about the lady in San Bernardino? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. This, He's got a great point. Go ahead, Rondo. Yep. No, I was about to point that out, you know, that that we've had terrorist attacks from people who are vetted, and as far as them being fingerprinted and all that, they're not hopeful, hopeful, hopeful for them to be coming back 
or to be, you know what I'm saying? They're willing to give their lives. It's the, if you're willing to die, your fingerprints or your picture is not going to be you know, all that much to you. In fact, well, it's not about it meaning that stuff. much. Hold, hold on. It's not about it meaning that much to you. It's about police work. If you get one guy and you got the fingerprints on that guy, now that terror network, okay, he's connected to this person, he's connected to that person, you can go through and find the whole nest. But, but, so but that, that, that's, that's why they no, do it. But no, just no, hold no, on, wait, hold wait, on, because you guys, you guys you are playing the – hold on, man, because if y'all going to play the Fox <laughs> News game, we can't really have a conversation. <laughs> but, like, if I finish right. what I'm saying and then I'll be quiet, I promise, all right. All right. then, then right. y'all can kind of get understanding what I'm saying. And next time you bring up Germany and, and Europe, I want you to do one thing for me. Go to Google. And I want you to look up the average age of Germany, the average age of England. And what you'll find is they got an old population. They have to pay off the pensions, which are 80% of what people made on their last wage. They don't have the population to do it. So what are they doing? They're bringing in refugees who they're going to tax the next 10 generations to pay for the older people they have now. These civilizations are in decline mainly because of population, mainly because of the austerity measures they've taken for the last decade that have ruined their economies. And then the idea of an EU where you only have one printing press and you can't fix anything during a downturn. That's why they're going through all this trouble. But as far as the terrorism that's coming to them, I I guarantee, just look into the smuggling operations. There are people drowning every day who get on these, pay money, get on these boats, and hope the boats Mm -hmm. get to Europe, and then they sneak around from border to border. That's the issue there. It's not the uh, documented people. They actually need those people. And if you could bring in anybody, the Syrians created most of the market economies, uh, things we know now. It's a good population to bring in. Steve Jobs' father was a damn Syrian. Like, <laughs> the Germans know what they're doing, man. It's not, it's not like silly stuff. People, Merkel can't say this publicly, but she knows what she's doing. I don't know about all, all that, right. Nas, but I'll, all I'll right. go so ahead and me- let uh... – Ronda retort on that. And but before I let Ronda retort, I want to let everybody know that I do got 10 people on the line here. Um, I know we got a little bit of uh, a debate going on and I know the floor is open up, but uh, kind of keep it short and sweet so we can get to everybody here. So I'm going to go to Ronda and then I'm going to let Rich retort and that'll open the floor back up. Go ahead, Ronda. Yeah, I'm going to say this and I'm going to take my butt to bed. Yeah, I understand what the gentleman <laughs> said about fingerprinting and all this other kind of stuff. Unfortunately, the guy who shot up that for that, that that nightclub in Florida, the FBI investigated him. They had his fingerprints and they knew exactly where he was. Yet, he was still able to go out and do that. So that's what I'm saying about it. They don't care about fingerprints and stuff like that. And very often, they don't follow through. And I think that's the second FBI case where they didn't follow through on it. Right. That's all. Right. That's all I got to say about it. All the fingerprinting is all that well nice, but once they're here, they're liable to do anything. And they don't care about. Yeah. You, you know, they always arrest them after the fact. That's the point. Yeah. All right. Good night, gents. Hey, Rondo. Thanks for coming on. As always, man. Uh, no I problem. It. I enjoyed it. I just wish I wasn't so tired. Yeah. No worries, brother. You're always welcome. All right, all Rich. Right, go thanks, ahead. Man. Yeah. Good night. Right. What do you think, Rich? Um, well, it's always well, great that to have Rondo. Before, <laughs> well, yeah, that gentleman who spoke before Rondo is correct. Uh, the birth rates in Germany, France, Italy, England have all gone down. You, you have that going on with the lower wages going on. People in modern countries are having less and less children. And it, it's right. You need that in order to pay the taxes. So they actually are welcoming the immigrants for that reason. Um, you know, it's a slippery slope. You, you don't know who you let in might be bad and who might not be. Um, right. We do have a very extensive vetting process compared to some other countries. Um, but, you know, San Bernardino, for example, the guy in uh, Portland, even though he was white, 
is a terrorist, what he just did. All right, you don't know when these attacks are going to happen or who's going to do them. They could be grown in American soil and just be indoctrinated from what they see online or whatever the hell else they get into. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not just going to be religion. You're going to have it with uh, domestic terrorism as well. Um, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, the, the Trump being president is making things a lot more divisive. Right, right. Okay. Uh, well, we'll get to Trump. Yeah, yeah. It's the best yeah. thing we ever got with Trump. Just look at the bushes. Seriously, seriously. How dare the Democrats and how dare the the sellout coward Republicans give us another bush and force that fucking wet mop well down the throat? <laughs> and, and then they're gonna give us that crooked Hillary. Listen, I am so proud for once we have somebody that gives a shit about some Americans for once. And is it decisive? Look, at the only de- divisiveness is coming from the hateful, racist, bigot left, like it always does. Listen, this is the same group of people who called Mitt and I don't like Mitt Romney, but they called Mitt Romney a Nazi. Okay? Yeah. The same group of people that are calling Trump called McCain. Oh, and this is the greatest part. McCain is like the Democratic... I mean, they might as well have a gold statue for the guy. But don't you remember him running against old Obama? Oh, he's a Nazi like the rest of the Republicans. But now the guy's their savior because the fact he's talking, you know, because he's a fucking sellout who can't clap. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. I'm sick of the dude. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. Um, Ken, watch the F-bombs there a little bit, brother. Um, I, I forgot to put it on our our rating tonight, so uh, you know we could probably uh, do the regular cursing, but let's just watch the f bombs, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't make that uh, thing on um, um, uh, BTR tonight. So, uh, all right, we're at the top of the hour, and if everybody's listening in, I implore you to please go to AmericanPatriotRadio.com. We have some, uh, we have some, uh, This has been a, a hell of a discussion tonight, and I'm glad I left the floor open um, earlier because uh, I definitely got. Um, um, uh, uh, we definitely got some <laughs> some heated discussions going on, and you know, and that's that's all right because it's the war room. As long as you know, at, at the end of the day, we can go our separate ways and say, hey, you know, you're still cool with me, I'm still cool with you. That's what we're about here at the war room. We try to bring the left and the right together to debate the subjects. You don't have to be left, you don't have to be right, you can be center. It doesn't matter. You don't have to, you know, classify yourself uh, one way or the other. So, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with that said, please go to AmericanPatriotRadio.com. Join us in the chat room. I closed the BTR chat room down for a reason, because I want people to move over there. So, with that said, uh, this is the war room. You're in the foxhole with Big Sarge.
All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Gave everybody a little 30-second break to catch their breath there. I had to catch my breath, and I wasn't even hardly talking at all. <laughs> all right, we're going to go on to the next subject. We're going to be that terrorism. We could probably talk about that whole whole discussion for two, three, four hours. And fortunately, I don't have a four-hour show, so we're not going to go there. Uh, however, um, I know Rich is itching to get to this because I certainly am itching to get to it. So we're going to talk about Kathy Griffin. I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to start with Boyd this time because Boyd couldn't get a word in edgewise last time. And I'm going to go straight down the line. I see, uh, I believe, uh, Mike from New York, uh, uh, just uh, either Mike from New York or, or Mike from APR is on. Um, anyhow, and I'm going to go right down the line. As soon as I get everybody's input, I'm going to open the floor up. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, keep it uh, – uh, you know, keep it tight, you know, give everybody a chance to talk, get their point across, uh, keep it short and sweet so everybody can talk. I do got seven, eight callers on the line. So uh, we all know about what happened with Kathy Griffin this week. You know, she was uh, she got out there did the whole uh, ISIS comparison with a, a Trump um, um, head uh, and it was bloody. It was very tasteless. And now she's. Uh, She's claiming the again, like what I had talked about earlier, she's claiming the victim card. She's saying that the Trump administration is bullying her, ruined her life, uh, you know, and, and a thousand other different things. So I'm going to start with you, Boyd. What do you think about the whole Kathy Grifford thing? Gifford thing. Griffin thing. Sorry. God dang it. I'll get her name right eventually. Well, yeah. Well, sorry. Just first off, I did get my words in while you were off gallivanting around <laughs> trying to get back into your own damn show. <laughs> I swear to God, BTR hates me, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, be nicer to him. Um, Kathy, who? Uh, you know, <laughs> she she was she was a somebody at one time, maybe, but I can't remember what she was when she was. And uh, all she's trying to do is is get her name out there, get herself off the D list. And I think she just screwed up really bad and went to the F lifts or or whatever. But, you know, I wouldn't expect nothing less from that bimbo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is, and I talked about this uh, this week when, um, because I already know what, I already know what the left is going to say. They're going to try to bring it in. Oh, well, you know, what about the Obama effigies and what about happened? You know, you've seen this with the, uh, um, with the, the folks uh, that were, that had the, uh, had Obama in a deuce. And, uh, you know, he had seen all these other pictures uh, that was, uh, you know, really derogatory to- towards Obama. And I'm here to say none of it was right. You know, regardless if it was that or what happened uh, this week, none of it was right. It shouldn't have been done in the first place. The only difference is this is a person of influence and it shouldn't have been uh, done, um, you know, uh, with her because, you know, believe it or not, um, she has some type of influence. Well, maybe not as wide as we would like to think, or maybe she just wanted her 15 minutes. Hell, I don't know. But She's a woman that's in the media. Uh, it exploded all over the media. The media went apeshit about it this week. And, uh, you know, you see that she, she got her 15 minutes and then some. And now, as a, as a leftist, um, as a leftist always does, all right, some of the right does this as well, um, they try to turn it back on the people that they were trying to victimize in the first place. Now, all of a sudden, they're the victim. So what do you think, Mike? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Welcome, by say? the way. This is thank APR, you. Mike, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. Um, here's, what, here's what I think. 
She's her own worst enemy at this point. She screwed up. It was in poor taste what she did. However, Mm -hmm. I would still defend her First Amendment right to do it. But what's happened is she won't just apologize, even a half-hearted, 30-second sincere apology, and then move on. No, she's got to dig the hole deeper. Sarge, you know that old military saying, you know, when you're in a hole, to get out of it, the first stop. You know this with a tank. The first thing you got to do is stop spinning those bands and digging deeper. You know, <laughs> yeah, and, and the yeah. tracks, excuse me, and 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 that's the first rule. You know, that's how you get out of a hole when you're a tank. You know, and uh, well, she isn't even smart enough to do that. She keeps going on TV and doing it. And of course, now the people who are really getting inflamed by this are picking up stuff. Uh, did you see that mm-hmm. quote from a year and a half ago, where she, on a, one of the uh, talking shows, like uh, The View or something, she made a joke. She said, "I'm not going after Trump and his and his wives and his this and that." She goes. I, I'm just going to be different than everyone else. I'm going after her, her ten, his 10-year-old son. Now that's coming back to bite her, too, a year and a half later. It was a joke. Right, right. You know? Yeah, I definitely and, have some and, information on that as well. Uh, we'll talk oh, about good. that in just a minute. But, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely – I get what you're saying, Mike. Yeah, and, and, and so, you know, she, she's just – she's her own worst enemy. She needs to shut up. This all would have blown away, you know. But she's just – it's just pathetic, and, you know, it's like – Kathy Who, you know, you're, you're, mm-hmm. uh, I, I agree with Boyd on that. It's Kathy Who. I didn't even know who she was at first. I thought at first it was Kathy Lee Gifford they were talking about, uh, you know, <laughs> Frank Gifford's wife. I'm going, she's a little old to be messing around with. You know, she, I thought she made her money and retired, you know, with Barbara Walters. Yeah, and stuff, you know? yeah exactly, but no, it's, exactly. It's, it's very sad uh, to see it. But this victim thing, okay, this play the victim thing. Here's the thing about the left, and 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 I've been th- giving this a lot of thought since the last time you and I were talking. Um, the way you earn your stripes on the left is not because you come out with some great new argument that the right can't respond to. It's not because mm-hmm. you've done some great research and and you come out with uh, some uh, new information that's like wow, you know, and, and it can become the next uh, movement that they can hang the left's uh, hat on. No. In the left, the way you earn your stripes and your street cred is to out-hate someone else on the left. And whatever somebody does, then if you go beyond that, oh, wow, you're, you're, you're a better lefty than I am. You hate even right. more than I do. You know? And that's what mm-hmm. this was all about when she did that thing with Donald Trump's head. It was tasteless, but it was yeah. her way of trying to get street cred in the left movement because, see, I can be more hateful than you. you know? Right, right. And, and you know, I, I totally agree with that. And I'm going to go to Rich next. Look, Rich, um, did she not expect to get some backlash over this? I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, I agree she's irrelevant. I've never liked her. I can't name one person that actually finds her to be amusing that's probably under the age of 60. Um, no offense <laughs> if anybody is over that age, but with that comment. Um, but, you know, it's a terrible idea what she did. Um, it detracts from what the progressive wing is trying to do with everything that's going on right now. It creates mm-hmm. a narrative for your side as evident by what this other gentleman was just saying about uh, people on the left trying to out-hate each other, if you will. Um, okay. You know, it, she, she never should have been in the first place. And like you were saying, Sarge, as well, you know, it's a little bit different when you're a public figure than if you're uh, someone that's a member of, like, you know, the Tea Party, where you have someone wearing a, an Obama mask eating watermelon, or you have, uh, you know, them hanging Obama in a noose, for example. But I do mm-hmm. have a few quotes for you. A few sure. quotes from someone that is a public figure. Um, you ever hear one that says, uh, chop Obama's head off come November? 
or uh, one that says, if Obama becomes the next president in November, again, I will either be dead or in jail by this time next year. You know, what, what's that supposed to insinuate? Um, or how about Obama and Hillary should be tried for treason and hanged? Or uh, Obama... Well, I believe that on Hillary's part. But I yeah, told him to go suck ahead. on my machine gun. Um, <laughs> who you know, who, all who said all that this? I'm giving you right now, uh, that is Mr. Ted Nugent, who Ob- uh, Mr. Uh, Trump don't get invited me to the White House. Uh, give me, give me, give right. me a well, break. No, don't, no, 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 no. You know, Ted it, Nugent, it's, it's you a know, double standard. It's a double I'm standard. I'm the right. All right, you I'm guys right. I right. can't stand Ted Nugent. I think he's a draft well, dodging you know son what? of a bitch. Go ahead. Good. I, I'm glad to hear that, Sarge. But you know what? It's a double standard. I'm not saying you. You know, like I said, I agree with you right. on some things. You agree with me on some when we agree right. to disagree like gentlemen. But, you know, right. a lot of people on your side are coming out and attacking Kathy uh, Griffin. And, you know, I, I rightfully so. But she at least apologized. You have someone like Ted Nugent yeah. saying this stuff, no one which is apology, four times okay. worse. Well, well, she she said she was sorry for what she did, and now she's trying to, you know, uh, make sympathy for herself, if you will. But you know, these right. are direct threats mm-hmm. towards someone as well, okay? And no, it's I don't just a double standard. And you know, when you guys call us snowflakes and we need a safe space, how does this make you guys look when you guys are the ones now crying about it? Not you necessarily yourself, but you know, people like Sean Hannity right. and mm-hmm. so forth. You know, there's there's women in the safe space. I just came out of the, from. Uh, two weeks of not being on the show. You know, if anybody mm-hmm. wants to go and use my safe space, you're more than welcome to do so. <laughs> well, you know, I don't disagree with you on that. And, and, and I'm going to get Nas and uh, and, uh, and a Cannon on, on this in, in just a second here. Look, I, I was never a big Ted Nugent fan. You know, when, when I found out that he draft dodged the, the Vietnam War and how he did it, um, when I seen the Tea Party bring him in and Sarah Palin bring him in and all of a sudden they were all best buddies, that's when I lost all total respect. Not that I had too much respect for the Tea Party in the first place. And again, I'm a conservative and I get a lot of flack as a conservative because of that. But uh, they, when they brought this, this, this idiot in and uh, uh, tried to make him out to be this big freaking hero of the conservative movement, I went, I went crazy. I went apeshit. I dogged him at every damn corner on every freaking show. I've had arguments with conservatives about this guy. I think he's, and, 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 excuse my French, I think he's a piece of shit. And I would never have, I would never support this guy in anything he does. And Trump was wrong for bringing him to the, to the, uh, um, to the White House. I, I, I didn't understand that whole I really didn't understand it, and uh, and I shotgun blasted Trump on uh, social media for it. You know, of course, I'm not as big as Sean Hannity or any of those other guys. I will be someday, but uh, for now, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, you know, but again, I, I shotgun blasted him for it, and uh, it just, but he just, I didn't see. You know, he did say that, and and it was wrong, but it doesn't make it right either, or. You know, it doesn't make it right on the right or it doesn't make it right on the left. It, it certainly doesn't. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, keep it short. I got 10 guys on here. I'm going to try to get everybody um, in on this and then we're going to open it up. So go ahead, Nas. Uh, what do you think about the whole Kathy Griffin thing? Um, well, well, yeah, we're, we're in the transition period right now. Some of the institutions are failing and some of the norms are being challenged. Uh, mm-hmm. This is probably a good moment just because this is the one norm that seems to be holding in that there are certain levels of, of, the, of going after the president that are unacceptable in not only polite society, but normal-ass working-class society. So when people hung Obama in, a, in effigy, there were people who were outraged, who hated Obama's guts, but didn't like that. There's people right. right now who hate Trump, but didn't like this. 
So this was just, you know, a, a pop star, whatever you want to call her, uh, trying to step out and stepped out way too far, crossed the line, and people didn't like it. Now, the, the bad thing about this is Trump's army online started sending those threats and everything. So, of course, her lawyer is going to use that and say, hey, she feels threatened. She's scared. She feels like something might happen. Of course, the you lawyer is going to tell her to do that. That's the lawyer's job. But that's I the mistake that. of, of social media now. Everybody's in their echo chamber. They only listen to each other, and they make the other side the worst of the worst of the worst. And you can always find an example online to prove your point. So you say, see, the left is the hateness, disgusting, da 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 Well, no, it's not. And the right is not either. But if you look for the worst in either, you can find it. And then if that's your argument, that's your argument. But it's limited, short-sighted, and not a real argument, in my opinion. Well, I will say one thing. I I heard about the Trump, uh, well, supposed uh, um, uh, allegations on uh, the Trump administration attacking her. I didn't see or I, I couldn't find anything specifically where they actually targeted her and, and, and issued a threat. Um, I only seen, uh, uh, you know, of course, his son and and uh, and uh, his administration with their regular tweets on fake news and all oh, it's disgusting. How would my son Baron feel? You know, how would other sons and daughters see, you know, feel if they seen the same thing? I didn't really see any. And, and again, you know, um, if anybody out there wants to, to go ahead and prove me wrong, by all means, get in the chat room, post it and um, I'll, I'll check it out and take a look at it. But um, I didn't see anything um, specifically reaching out to her and threatening her. And she hasn't been able no, to. No, not from the administration, her fans. No, no, yeah, not the administration. No, not dumb. No, no, yeah, they wouldn't do that. She specifically said Trump. <laughs> attacked her she specifically said the trump family attacked her ruined her career as far as i'm concerned she ruined her career uh you know ruined her totally she's gone broke the whole nine yards and 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 i haven't seen anything out there um and she hasn't been able to provide that proof either saying yeah exactly but sorry the argument yeah, from the ahead. lawyer is going to be trump made the environment for those people to think it was okay to say whatever whatever to her because of his statement that's what the lawyer's so, trying to do. Like you can see the you can see the the game being played right here. It's the lawyer's right, job, right. man. What are you what are you gonna do? No, no, no. I don't disagree. But in the same time, in in the same aspect, you can't say one's allowed to have freedom of speech and the other not. Just because he's a president, he's not allowed to have freedom of speech. I don't buy that. Now, does he get stupid, crazy, and idiotic when he gets on on uh, on Twitter? We all know he does. I, I slap my face a couple of times a day when I read what he has to post on on Twitter, and it just it just boggles me. It's like you did a great speech. Here you did a, a pretty decent speech here, and then you get on freaking Twitter and sound like a fifth grader. <laughs> All right, Ken, what do you think, man? The best thing about this, I love how they turn it, how she's a victim. It would be like that rapist or that pedophile. Man, that sexy young boy made me. That right. woman who was 13 made me rape her. She made me. She shouldn't have looked like that. I swear, that's exactly what every one of them who defend her in any way sound like. The Ted Nugent comment, listen, if Ted Nugent had a head of Obama held up like that, he would be ostracized, first of all, by me and everybody else I know, because that's, okay, there's a line to cross, right? and sure, calling someone a traitor and hanging them, ding, ding, sign me up, okay? Obama was an effing dirtbag, and he sold out America. He spied on you and me. He lied and lied and lied about. He let terror about everything. Let How is this different from any president? 
Whoa, yeah, whoa, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I let you finish. <laughs> yeah, let okay. him finish. Dude. I, go, I yeah, let no everybody problem. finish, and I kept my <laughs> listen. I kept my mouth shut. I let all of you finish. Apologize, and kid. here we go. And and and, go ahead, and I love the Obama, and I love the Obama apologist, like every other apologist. Like a Trump apologist. There's no different than an Obama. Well, why is that different than so-and-so? We are talking about what we're – oh, Ted Nugent is better than having a crack dealer in the White House like Jay-Z. So now let's get back to this. <laughs> this. <laughs> and I'm right. And I'm right. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm also a, cra- a crack dealer who calls bitches, niggers, whores, and everything else. But he's Obama's pal. So he gets a free pass. Thank you very Grab much, everybody. You gotta love that. In the name of art. Okay, but I know Ted Nugent is such a bad guy, but at least he's not a crack dealer, ex-crack dealer. Okay, so listen, we can one up all day long, and in the right. end, Trump hasn't let off terrorists. He's been killing them. He hasn't gave our enemy one point eight billion dollars. I know everybody. It was their money. It was their money. I know everybody. So listen. So when uh, so when someone comes violate your house or rapes your wife and leaves his wallet, are you gonna? Oh, but it's man. This is Jimmy's wallet. Damn it! I got to give it back to Jimmy. But wait a minute. Can he just rape your wife? You know what? It's his wallet. How dare I keep his wallet? Exactly. That's the argument. This was their money. It was their money. Yeah, but they also did what to us? Okay, that's right. (laughs) It's funny that that Bill Clinton had the stones to keep it. The Bushes had the stones to keep it. But who didn't have the stones to keep it? Our first female president. Yeah. Rich, you had something to say? I can hear you chiming in there. Go ahead. I'll just make it short. A lot of other people got to talk. It's all right. Go ahead. If you think the government spying on you stopped them their Trump, you're highly mistaken, sir. And I'll leave it at that. Go to I agree person. with that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Doss. Yeah, no, I, okay, I'll just, I'll just respond to I a man like this. First, first of all, uh, I'm nowhere near an Obama fan. That would be your first mistake. The second would be, the point was, American presidents act in the same manner based on the conditions that they face. So when you get down to the, the pinata game of, oh, this guy was bad or this guy was bad, no, it's all baked into the cake. The issue is reforming the whole system and not having it to where we have these presidents and these parties who don't serve the damn citizens. That's the issue. The issue is not, oh, this is my guy and I hate the other guy. If, if that's the case, you'd be doing this for the next 40 years, mad, mad in four years and then calm for eight years and then mad again because, it, you know, it's a, it's a game and you're being played. If you don't understand that the people that are there in foreign policy for 40 years have way more influence on policy and procedure than the damn president does who's only there four to eight years. So it's the mm-hmm. structure. It's not each individual. And as far as you talking about this Ted Nugent stuff, I, I don't know what I don't know what your issue is with that. Uh, raggedy comments are raggedy comments, whether they come for the right or the left. So any mm-hmm. symbol, any symbol that somebody does that's that's ugly and beyond what uh, should be considered reasonable, I think we all should condemn it. And I think that's what happens. But as far as what the lawyer did, hell, what, what would your lawyer do if you were in that situation? That's their job. Oh, no. So I, I don't yeah. get your argument. No, no, you're right. That, that is his job. Mike Boyd, you guys got some input? Well, I'm going to you defend know, President you know, Obama. 
if I may. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Because a lot of people always rag on him for not keeping campaign promises. I remember during the campaign he said, I will be the president for every American, and I will listen to every American. And then we found out one day through the NSA he kept that promise. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Good, good awesome. one, Mike. Awesome. awesome. Go yep. ahead, Boyd. I know you're itching to get in it. Oh, I, I wasn't really itching, but uh, now I am. Um, I, no, I don't know. I, I'm not going to have a comment for this. <laughs> so, so most of the majority of Americans haven't had a wage increase for 20 years, and we're here listening to each party give us these promises beforehand about what they're going to do. And now, because we get one from an outsider, all of a sudden people start listening to this guy. And what does he do when he gets in? Same old stuff: foreign policy, missile strikes, uh, deals with foreign countries that are really making them wealthy and bringing their li- living standards up. Nothing for actual Americans but rhetoric. That's president yep. after president after president. Now, we can deal with that, or we can play the right-left game. Oh, hold the on a second. Was I, I got it was jacked up on steroids. I, I, no, 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 I got something to say about that, and, and I get it. And you're, you're absolutely right. He hasn't been the most perfect president in history so far. Of course, he's only been in for four months. So we can't, we can't, we can't effectively sit there and give him – um, a yay or a nay yet because he hasn't served his whole four years yet. So we don't know what he's going to do in the next three years. We can only see what he's done in the first four months. Uh, Ken, you got a couple of back, you got some background noise. I'm going to mute you for a minute. Um, <clears throat> we can only see what he's doing now. And, you know, he's doing everything he said he was going to do. I mean, you can't dispute that. You know, some of the stuff he hasn't done yet or what he has said he was going to do. The but wall, I mean, bringing jobs for the back, coal. Reforming health care to where everybody would get care. These are things he said he would do that he is not doing. As far as what he is doing, deal with Saudi Arabia, uh, this this so-called tax reform that he's talking about that looks like it's going to set us into a, another no, 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 uh, depression. No, no, no. He's done all that. Like I mean, he's done all of what you just said. He's done everything what you just said. He's got. He's done all that. All right. It may not be he what everybody up on wants. Saudi Arabia, and he, he went it. there and he was very nice to them. Um, what, what did you $100 billion dollars you would do <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what would you expect him to do in an instance like that Go there and, and be an asshole to, to another country I mean that well, goes for any country that, that I expected him know. not to go not I thought him and Bannon had a certain mindset And they were going to show that Islamic terrorism was a problem And Wahhabism uh, was going to be, be beyond the deal That they kind of was going to draw a red line If, you, if we're going to use one of Obama's failures but we didn't see that. So I'm, I'm just saying this looks like a typical Republican president. And I don't think mm-hmm. Trump came into it with that in mind. I think he just got there and found out, man, it's really hard to turn a, turn a fucking, uh, what is it called, an aircraft carrier around. <laughs> like, it's really, really <laughs> difficult, and you end up serving the interests of the people who are already there. Remember old Mr. Reformist Obama? Had a head full of gray hair by 2010, and he was only talking to bankers after all the so-called populism. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just wow. you get in that office, man. There's, there's only so much you can do. Well, no, no, I don't oh, agree with that. Let, 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 for Bernie. Hey, can I get in on but, this a minute? Yeah, go ahead, boy. Yeah. we'll go to Rachel and Doc and something to say. Yeah, now I got something to say. Um, guys, it's it's like this. It took us 40 years, 50 years to get to the position that we're in right now. You cannot expect under any conditions 
that we will get out of it in four months. Mm-hmm. There ain't no way in hell. There ain't no way in hell uh, that that's going to happen. You know, just yeah. too much shit has. Just too much shit has to happen. It has to go through the legislative process. That's where the real battle is going to end up being. Uh, Trump is going to have to pull a Reagan, and he's going to have to talk to the people to get the people into the Congress that will do what needs to be done. Uh, there is a uh, there's an old saying that uh, I told my congressman about the about the same time that Republicans took the Congress in uh, uh, took the Congress back in '94. Right. Um, I said, you know, we can't we can't go in there and change this thing overnight. Mm-hmm. We got to do it step by step, just like they uh, had done it to us. And gave him an example. You know, a lot of in a lot of third world nation, how they go and uh, capture monkeys, okay, and apes and stuff like that, is they'll take an apple or a piece of fruit, something that the uh, monkey or the uh, ape will want to want to grab. Okay, so they make sure that that piece of fruit or whatever it is at a at a log that has a knot hole in it. That fruit will just barely fit through the knot hole. Well, the monkey comes around and he sees that piece of fruit. He reaches in there, grabs a hold of that piece of fruit. <laughs> and about that time, you know, the hunter will come out to capture the monkey. Well, you know, the monkey could easily get away if he would do one thing, and that is let go of that piece of fruit, but he won't. He won't let go of that piece of fruit. That's his prize. Well, that piece of fruit will not come out of that hole as long as his hand is wrapped around that piece of fruit. (laughs) And so he's stuck there. He's stuck there on that log. He can't move. Hence, the hunter comes right up and grabs hold of the monkey, and that's that's the end of it, you know. And the way everybody has been talking and talking and talking about Trump and his promises and all of this crap, it reminds me of the monkey. We are the monkey. We have to be careful, you know. We can only do right. so much at each at 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 a time, um, and that's just the way it is, and that's the way it's going to have to be. You know, yeah. like, like I said, they incremental they incrementally brought us to this point, and uh, uh, you know, we're going to have to incrementally get us out of this point. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. Dang it, you know what, Boyd? You need to get a you need to apply for a job over there at National Geographic, man. You sound just like that guy on National Geographic. <laughs> no, no, that I was ex- that's, where I, was ex- that's where I probably I was expecting, got it from. <laughs> I was expecting a lion to jump out and, and kill something there for a second. <laughs> but yeah, great analogy. You're absolutely right. Uh, go ahead, uh, Rich. Um, well, as far as Trump goes, and, you know, giving him time, uh, he hasn't really done well in his first four months as far as I'm concerned. Um, just look at his most recent trip, for example. 
The way he Why? pushed because the head of the Trump? crowd at the EU. Oh, give no, me a no, break no, with just, that. just the way he behaves. Well, come on. You don't do that. You're representing our country. You're supposed to be a world leader. You don't act like a nine-year-old kid trying to get your way to the front of the line, okay? Um, <laughs> the way he handled the classified information from the Israelis, all right? Um, just look at everything that's going on with the Paris Agreement, all right? You know, yes, we did give up $1 billion into it so far, you know, yada, 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 yada versus all these other countries. Okay, I get that. But, mm-hmm. you know, Apple, Tesla, Disney, Facebook, Google, Morgan Stanley, a big banker, uh, right. Microsoft, all these other companies, the EU, China, are, are all these people in some leftist conspiracy with the Democrats to spite the Republicans on climate control? It's absolutely absurd that something like science is being questioned in this day and age. All right, um, it, it's that alone makes me just question how much longer we're going to deal with him. I don't want to see him get impeached. I think he's a gift to Democrats as far as fundraising goes versus someone like Pence. But the fact that people on the like someone said before, you know, we have this left-right divide. We shouldn't have that. As I said the first time I was on the show. If the people that are the Tea Party people and, like, the Occupy Wall Street Bernie people realize they have the same common enemy, you know, and, like, how you were griping at the beginning of the show about what you pay in taxes, if we actually had a fair tax system like it was back in the 50s, things would be better for the left, things would be better for the right, things would be better for a lot of people. But, unfortunately, both the left and the right are now paid and bought for by the same people. Right, right. Yeah, And, unfortunately, now, as is Mr. Trump. Yeah, no, I, me, I don't disagree. Me, I don't. I don't dis- hold on, hold on a second. We'll get to you guys in just a second. I got a new caller on the line. I want to. I want to get him, him or her on two five one. You're on the air. Tell us uh, your thoughts on what we're just talking about. Hi, um, my name is Chris from Alabama. Um, you know, there's a. It's just. Uh, I don't have much comments on what was just said, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think you know, you know the Republicans, the Democrats, they're natural enemies because you know, you know, they ain't telling us the truth about stuff. Because there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on, like you know, like just the conspiracy. You know, there's stuff going on, like they're not telling us the Earth is flat. The Earth is flat, and they ain't telling us the truth about it. Sorry, Boy, I, I tell really you what, it's so sick of the trolls. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> like I said, you know, it's a great, great thing. I think one thing about BTR, I think we, we got the, we got the number one award for the, as many trolls coming on for the, for the talk show. <laughs> but uh, who was that? Uh, Mike that wanted to get in there earlier? Yeah. I just wanted to. No, this, real this, quick. It, oh, go this, ahead. This was, uh, I, uh, I was trying to get on there uh, oh, in okay. response to Rich, in response to Rich of right. questioning science. Yeah. You know, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about science. Science is always questioned. Science will always be questioned. When we stop questioning science, science no longer exists. That's all I have to say. Is that not what you're doing, though, by saying that climate change doesn't exist? No. So no, I didn't baby- say it. I didn't. I I didn't say that climate change doesn't exist. Climate change always happens. It happens every year, four times a year. It happens every 10 years. When I first grew up, I was placed in fear of my life by the coming ice age. When I was a kid, 
And now you're trying to put the fear of my life into myself with mm-hmm. the coming global catastrophe with warming. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Right. Doc, has well, to I, say, I get what Doc? you're saying, bud. You could question it. But like I, like I said before, is it some vast conspiracy with Democrats and the rest of the world despite the Republicans? I, I, it just makes no sense in that regard. You have every right. other country saying that we have to address this issue. Okay, I, I don't say that we don't we don't have to address the issue. And I'm going to get to Mike here because Mike has some input, and then we're going to get to Doc, and then uh, Doc has something to say as well. Uh, but no, we there's there's definitely uh, you know pollution. That's that's you know it doesn't matter if you're a scientist or not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out we definitely have pollution in the world now. Whoever's contributing to the footprint or or the the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, you know that's that's debatable. Um, you know, one one theory says this, one scientific uh, uh, theory says another. You know, you just don't know who to believe or, or what's up or what's down. However, the fact of the matter is that yeah, there are there is pollution out there, and we should do something about it. I just don't believe that the United States should be the only person or the only country doing anything about it. Go ahead, Mike. What I was going to say was, and I'm going to ask a very honest question here. How many of the people on this line have done what I did? Get a copy of the Paris Agreement and read it. Me. Good. Cool, Sarge. Excellent. Because if you read it, now I didn't read the whole thing. It was a lot, lot in depth. But I paraphrase. I, I, you yeah. know, I read over yeah. what I needed to read. Right. If you read it, then everything you're hearing on the news, especially coming from the left, is absolute BS. Let's talk about Tesla and Evelyn Machlin. The reason why he's against withdrawing is because he's in line for a $5 billion grant to develop his electric cars. Now, I thought we had a free and open marketplace in this country. Why does a company need a $5 billion grant, not a loan, a grant, a gift from the taxpayers, so he can build a successful factory selling cars so he can become richer? All the rest of the people that you've mentioned on there uh, from companies, they're all globalists. Mm. China has no responsibility under the law until the year 2030. India right. yep. is going, has plans right now to two and a half times to three times their carbon footprint triple it unless they receive $2.5 trillion to offset mm-hmm. the growth in their economy. Who's going to pay that $2.5 trillion? I mean, we argued in this country over a $780 billion stimulus package eight years ago. Who's going to pay the $2.5 trillion to India to keep them from polluting? It doesn't, and nowhere does it say the United States can stop producing this stuff. And here's, and here, and and now I will give my credentials. Okay, I was a double major at the University of Connecticut, theoretic physics and mathematics. I've looked at the climate projection. I believe in climate change because it's been happening since the day the Earth was formed. You can't deny Mm -hmm. that. The component that's human caused is the issue, and that's the great debate in science. What percentage? But when I track out the model of how much temperature is going to rise over the next 80 years, 100 years, here's the one flaw they're making. They're taking the growth in the population and the, uh, and the BTU consumption of carbon-based fuels like coal and oil and gas and all that, and they're tracking the growth of that out across the next 100 years, totally negating any other source of energy that doesn't pollute. So if there is a human component and it's substantial if it can be proven. It isn't going to come from carbon fuels anymore because 
Again, if you know anything about securities and exchange, a CEO cannot make a false statement about a company because that's considered stock manipulation. You go to jail if you make a positive statement about your company. It has to always be a reasonable comment based upon actual statistics you can support. You can't blow smoke up the the stockholder's ass is what it comes down to. The president, or CEO, of Lockheed Martin two years ago in October announced that they have made a major breakthrough in fusion power to where they've downsized it now. Instead of the size of a two-story house, the reactor core is down to the size of a large van. It makes, and they're now saying that instead of taking two years to make prototype change, it takes only 60 days. They'll make 15 generations of change, and within five years they will have it down to where it will fit in a plane. There's already military orders for that fusion reactor to power jets. We will have nuclear-powered jets, fusion-powered jets within 10 years. Commercial will be 20 years. And he can't say a word of what he just said unless he can prove it, because he will go to jail for stock manipulation if that causes you to buy one share of that stock trying to get rich. And once the fusion power comes online, all this carbon footprint and all this is irrelevant. And it ain't going to take 80 to 100 years to do that. And that's where the projections are all wrong. I've looked at the numbers. I have a research and development company. We look at a lot of stuff like this constantly. And everybody's having smoke blown up their skirt by the political parties on this issue. And by the way, I'm older than mostly anybody on this line, I would probably guess. I had a transistor <laughs> yeah, radio I, I under my pillow. Yeah, I want you to get a chance. Yeah, I, I had I had a transistor radio under my pillow 55 years ago, and I used to listen to all night talk shows when I was a young teenager, and it used to scare the bejesus out of me because they were still talking about UFOs, aliens, the Federal Reserve, the John Birch Society, the Ku Klux Klan, and every other conspiracy you can name, including mass human starvation when the population reached three billion people, which we did five billion people ago. Uh, you know, we're going to be back in another ice age. Every, we're going to be in a nuclear war. I mean, you know, you name it. This is nothing new. But you know what? They keep forgetting to factor in the part that we all do as humans. We innovate, we adapt, and we overcome. I think Mike remembers when electricity was cre- uh, created, don't you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> My first telephone ran out. Yeah, can, can I get in with him? Yeah, no, yeah. Go I, ahead, Noss, and then we'll get to Doc. No, he, 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 he raises a great point, though, in saying that innovation will clear some of this stuff. But uh, to the other caller's point, when he talks about the whole world kind of collaborating and dumping funds into figuring out some of these innovations, I don't see anything wrong with that. So, of course, the Paris Accords, of course, they're not going to actually give India that money. They're going to allow them to continue to grow and develop. Now, the issue becomes who's going to create the system that clears up some of the pollution or, and some of the problems that are man-made climate change, which would be who's going to fix Shanghai? Well, it looks like the Germans. They got something called – now, my pronunciation is going to be way off, but it's the Yevikinever or something like that. That's their – that's this billion-dollar uh, you know, program that they've created to where they're going to be the ones to solve some of this solution, I mean, pollution stuff. What does that mean? Huge money for the German economy. So I think the Americans should be in the game. So I think the idea of opting out of that to where you're getting access to the highest and best information on the globe and then giving it back to your private sector to kind of innovate – I think that's what has to be done in this next arms race, which is technology and figuring out what's coming down the pipe in the future. Uh, you raised the fusion question. Uh, I mean, that's another thing to throw on the, you know, throw on the fire to see if it does, uh, does become a, a reliable solution. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, don't th- I think you guys are having two different com- conversations. 
he didn't make the assertion that some of these other people, sky is falling, people said that the the the, the climate is changing, the earth is heating up, we're all going to die in 2050. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. the other caller made those assertions. I think he's talking about pollution and things that we've done. We don't need another Fukushima. We don't need another Chernobyl. Like, we, we have to do certain things to clean up stuff. Hell, we got Flint right here in America. There's things we can do. Yeah, but that's not what the Accords is about, though. Oh. Go, go ahead, Rich. And then I, I, we got to get Doc on here. I've been promising Doc I'd get his two, uh, let him let him get his two cents in. Go ahead. All right. Uh, just to back up the, the most recent caller on what he said, um, a, a, a link that I could send you, there was a study done, basically. And uh, if we were to exit the Paris Accords, it allows the EU, India, China, and even Mother Russia to get a foothold in an industry, the green industry, that's going to be worth an estimated $6 trillion by 2040. But we're right. already capitalizing on the be, green industry in we America. Should be, you know, we get, we're, we're, we're the leading front American on the green industry in America. We, we should be, well, if we're the leading front, we should be leading this effort as well. Okay, okay so why, what, what, what I don't understand is, that, and we'll get Doc in here and again, and I, and I see what you're saying, Rich, and I see what you're saying, Nas, but I don't think that a lot of people are understanding that Trump didn't say that we're totally out of it. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a perception that the left is, is kind of spewing and saying, Yeah, it takes at least oh, three years to totally get out. Right. Right. And, and not only that, he's willing to narrative. Right, exactly. He's willing to work with the folks. He just we, doesn't think, which I happen to agree, that we should be putting most of the money up front. Everybody should be doing their fair share. And not only Mark. that, it's a, it's a proven fact that just recently, um, and, I, and I, God, I wish I would have wrote this down or wish I would have saved the link. Uh, I'm not going to quote any percentages on, on anything. Uh, I just read this and uh, from the U.S. Geological Survey, I believe it was, or one of those uh, um, – uh, scientific. I got to save them my favorites. I'm not going to bring it up now because we we don't really have a lot of time. But America has been the only country, or one of the only countries. Now we're still number two as far as you know a lot a lot of things go. As, as far as our our carbon munition, uh, um, uh, um, our, our carbon data goes. But the thing, the fact of the matter is, we are the only country making gains and bounds in the solar industry, and in the wind industry, and in the hydro industry, and in the green industry. None of these other countries are doing it, but yet we're putting up most of the money and most of the front for this para uh, for this Paris uh, Paris Accords, and I just don't I just don't see where there's a, a huge investment for America in it at this point. And again, like I said, it takes it's going to take three years uh, for us to get out of it. And um, I think Trump did the right thing. You know, he he's seen that look, maybe it needs to be uh, changed a little bit where America's still involved in it, but you know we get a little bit of a piece of the pie out of it this time. And, and, and I promise I'd get doc in here. So go ahead, doc. Well, since we only got uh, about 15 minutes or so left in the show, I'll make it short and sweet for everybody that's hung up on these climate change issues in the Paris accord, go to American Patriot radio.com. Look under the about us. There's a drop down tab. And that'll bring you to our archives. system. Look under the archives for the show title, a different perspective the latest one that just got uh, uploaded it was there the other day and i covered in full detail and explained it at a elementary school level for simplicity of exactly what's been taking place and how it's all related when you get done listening to those two-hour broadcasts you will know more than most of the so-called scientists out there and you'll understand why and who was involved 
put tons and tons of research into it, and by the time you're done, you'll be an expert on the whole Paris Accord deal. Uh, at least Mike read the whole thing, uh, and you read some, Sarge. Let me tell you, from listening to the conversation tonight, most people have no clue what it really is. Trump tried to explain it to you. It has nothing to do with improving other countries' uh, ability for better uh, uh, greenhouse-type uh, energy efficiency or anything like that. It was simply a program put in place, just like so many others that have been scammed off the American people before, to redistribute wealth. They have all those other countries that are supposedly involved in this are all, we will try. They have no commitment whatsoever. They have no dollars in the pot. The American dollars is the only dollars in that entire pot. Okay? And we got no business sitting there involved in any of this crap. And let's say, which also Trump did bring out, because he, he, it was in that opening speech, if you watched it live, without the spin, but actually listened to his words, all right, he was told and shown all the documentations, and that the one thing that they all do agree on, that if you took every single dime from the entire planet, financial backing, and put it all onto this topic, and did everything right okay you're talking a change of no more than a half of a degree over what 80 year period or or something like that that you could make a change also what people don't understand i hear the two mixed together constantly and this is one thing as a the law guy here at apr that really irks me they mention climate change they mention pollution, okay, and they try to wrap this all up that it's the same thing. It's not. Just because both words are used in a document, it is two totally separate topics of science. Pollution has to do with clean, breathable air. That has absolutely nothing to do with the so-called global warming science or the climate change, and all the rest of this nonsense. They try to link the two because it's what the common and average person thinks of. The point is, in fact be told, they are two totally different things. You can have the cleanest air on the planet and still be causing all kinds of issues, or you can have the most polluted air on the planet and actually be doing better for the situation when it comes to climate change. So don't get confused by the two just because they use words in the document. It is two separate things that need to be done, okay, but not the way they're talking about doing it. Listen to the program, and you'll learn how to understand the cycles, the natural cycles of the sun in the sky and our planet that we live on. And you will realize very quickly what the real problem is. And, yes, there is a solution as well. So go ahead one more time, Dave, and tell them where they can find that information. 
Uh, yeah, just simply go to AmericanPatriotRadio.com, uh, and you simply uh, go to the About Us tab. You just mouse over it, and you'll see Show Archives. Click on that, and the title of the show, all our shows are listed there, uh, except for those that are currently um, archived on BTR, whatever we are archiving. Uh, you'll see the show name. Click on the show name. It'll open a folder with all the shows uh, and all the most recent shows of that particular um, from that show host and show title. Uh, and you can download it, take it with you, listen to it in your car, your CD, wherever uh, device you have. APR is fully mobile compatible, so you can take us everywhere you go that you have Wi-Fi. Thank you, Dave. Uh, was it uh, Richard? Richard? Was it Richard Noss that had uh, was trying to get in there? Yeah, I was trying to get in real quick, and, and just saying, that was the conversation we were trying to have. We were trying to separate the two. Uh, China has a company that's already invested 2.5 into seeking out these solutions these pollution problems. So, like, look, I, I'll put it to you like this. In World War One, the French were dealing with austerity, trying to fix their economy because the franc had tanked. So they were trying to figure out how to fix the economy. Because of that, they didn't invest in the military. They didn't keep up in advancement uh, in, the, in the world, and they showed up on the battlefield with horses <laughs> when other people had <laughs> cannon and, and, you know, and everything else. Mm-hmm. They, they, they showed up with horses because they were, in, they were behind on – uh, figuring out what was coming next. And if we allow Germany, China, and India, and these other nations to get ahead during this tech race, where one year is like 20 years, you know, from going back before, who knows what could happen? I think it's it's kind of smart to actually be the leading force in this and to be the biggest uh, donor in this, because if you're the biggest donor, what does that mean? Your daddy at the table. You decide where things go. So I, I think that's a good position for us to be in. And look, China and India are yeah. on the rise. They got the they got the huge growth going. They're not gonna not pollute. Who the hell would during your your, your you know your fucking industrial revolution? Who the hell would stop it in the cause of pollution? Of course they're not gonna stop. But we can get those contracts, or we can allow Germany to eat our lunch. I, I think it's that simple. And I think we're making a huge mistake and thinking in old ways and not looking towards the future, man. I, I don't I, know. I mean, you make us a good point. Hold on, Mike. I'll, I'll let you. I'll get to you in just a second here. We're kind of winding down the show. I want to say something. I'm going to give it to Mike, and then uh, um, I'll ask. Uh, we'll go down the line real quick, and then we'll then we'll close the show out. But I want to say something on that again. Um, but what what you were saying, I, I still don't think that America needs to be in it because uh, you know we're already leading the technology. So why do we got to put our foot somewhere else uh, into another country? and give our money to help them pursue the technological advance that they may very well um, ascertain ahead of us. So why don't we just keep being the, the, the people that have, or the country that has, uh, you know, this, uh, this technology. And then if they're willing to, if they're willing to come to the table and, 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 and relook at the, the accords and, uh, and, and come up with something different, uh, then we can move forward on that. But we're, we're still technically not out of it. And just like Dave said, it's a pollution thing. And it's a climate change thing. Two different subjects. Go ahead, Mike. Just real yeah. quick here. I, I, we could do a whole show on one of these topics, but I'm not even going to bring it up tonight. But here's the thing about this. We didn't sign the Kyoto Accords 20 years ago. Uh, they, were, they were voted down by the United States Senate, as all treaties should be, 95 to 0. And yet, over the last 20 years, we have led the world in reducing carbon emissions and the technology to do it. It's a joke that you think Germany or any of those other countries are going to do it. They are so socialistic, and they are diverting so much of their uh, GDP into uh, running their social programs 
That's why they're not even contributing their 2% of their GDP to their own darn NATO defense. If they really thought Russia was coming, do you really think any country wouldn't be spending? Like, like Nas said, you know, the French went out in the battlefield with horses. In World War II, they didn't do too much better. They built the National <laughs> Line for 20 years. It took them 20 yeah. years to build the wall, and the Germans ran around the end of it in 15 minutes where the French gave up and stopped building it. Okay, so, so I, I just don't see the innovation. And remember, last week, Last week we had so so now the Kyoto we didn't sign it and every nation that signed that including Germany, China, Japan, all of those nations who signed that Kyoto Accord 20 years ago have not made the progress in pollution abatement that we've made in the United States. Okay, so I'm not worried about it. And last week something really beautiful happened. We got to do a rah rah for the USA, Sarge. We shot a Real missile quick. out of the air, an incoming ICBM. That changed the world because had. China done that first, or North Korea, we'd be quaking in our boots tonight. We wouldn't sleep well. The United States did it. We have technology that's so far advanced, and I can't say. I can't say what I know, and what I know is 45 years old when I was a theoretic physics major. Places like names that you would know about, like Livermore, Brookhaven, and stuff. Back then, it was Buck Rogers right on the table and ready to go. I can't even imagine what they've done the last 45 years without me. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, so it's really cool. Don't worry about the good old USA because you know what? We run on profit motive. And, and you know what? And the rest of the world knows that. And if Germany's got something really good, they'll bring it to us because that's the only way they're going to get paid for it because no one else has any friggin' money. And if we got something really good, the rest of the world will say, please share it with us. Please share it with us. Well, not to give us a little taste of what you're working on. So it's okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. That's all I wanted to say. Don't Everyone go to bed and sleep good tonight. We're okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, okay, uh, Rich. Yeah, Mike's got some good points there. But go ahead, Rich. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I, I know you. I think I think you were trying to get in there, so I'll let you go ahead and uh, have the mic here real quick, and I'll give board the mic, and then we'll close the show out. No, I, I think we're going to be okay too. Uh, I just think we're going to have to wait a few years in order to be okay. Um, you know, I agree with the last caller that uh, mm-hmm. you know our technology absolutely is vastly superior to any other military in this country. Um, look at how much money we spend on the military versus everybody else. Um, you know, but to sit here and say that socialist programs are what's wrong with Germany and the UK and France is not true. Um, we have to take care of each other. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, we have to do something with health care in our country. And uh, Trump care is not going to work. Obamacare is not going to work. We really should try something like single payer. But uh, that, that's another topic for another show. Right, right, definitely, and I, I don't disagree with you there. I don't think uh, um, either of them um, are working out, at least in, in my opinion, from what little bit of knowledge I know about it. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a that's another show in it in itself for sure. But um, as I was saying before, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll get the boy here, and then we'll close the show out. I don't think, um, and, and you hear this talk about uh, Trump. Speaking of which, I had a whole subject on the attack on Donald Trump. Maybe we'll get to that next week. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk on that next week. But um, it's just uh, people are saying that America is turning into this isolationist country. Uh, no, we're not. We're still trade with other countries. You know, nothing's nothing's changed. I think, and I think it was way overdue. In my personal opinion, it was about time that we kind of pull, uh, you know, pull our reins in a little bit, reevaluate what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, 
and maybe reapproach things from a different perspective. And I think that's what we've been missing for many, many, many years. And I'm not just talking about uh, um, the Obama administration. I'm talking about uh, Bush, Clinton, Bush Sr., um, uh, Reagan, and all of the uh, Jimmy Carter, and all of them rest down the line. I think that's what we've been missing. You know, it's been the same old, same old for years and years and years, uh, no matter if it was Democrat or Republican. Now, I think, and I happen to think that we have somebody a little bit different in office that kind of takes things into his own hands. Sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it is right. Uh, but for the most part, at least we have somebody willing to look outside the box at, um, at, at, at new things and, uh, you know, maybe willing to, to change a few things. All right, Boyd, real quick, uh, close the show out. Uh, go ahead and get your thoughts on it, and then we'll close the show out. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why they call it the Paris Accord. It's an accord here. It's a treaty elsewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing was is that it's an accord, uh, something that we can pull out of any time because it's not official. Even though President Obama signed it, even though maybe the State Department put their uh, okay on it, it was never passed and ratified by the Senate. It is not a treaty. We can back out of that at any time we want to. That's the one thing that people have to get through their heads. Right. It's, you know, we, you know, we can. Uh, the Paris Accord says we supposedly have a two-year process to get out of it. That's bullshit. Uh, you know, yep. somebody signed their name. They ain't in power no more. It's a bad deal. We're out of it. Good. See you guys later. Yep. Uh, exactly. Boy, I agree with you 110%. Hey, thanks. I want to thank everybody for coming. We've got about two and a half minutes left of the show. Uh, for those of you listening in, please, we only have two weeks listening. Um, or we don't have two weeks here on BTR NOS. Please go to AmericanPatriotRadio.com. Um, at least get in the chat room there so you can see what our new number is. We do. We will have a call-in number uh, when we go over there with a PIN number. So please uh, do that. We definitely would love for you to carry over and follow us uh, to our next endeavor. We definitely appreciate that. Not only NOS, everybody that's listening in, uh, go over to American Patriot Radio. You know, uh, don't, you don't have to necessarily get registered on the chat site. You know, there's, a, there's an anonymous login, and you can still participate um, with, the, with the chat room. And you could also see and listen in, in high definition. And we will also uh, have our new number post. So, like I said, we only got about two weeks left. Uh, I got till the 18th on BTR, and then we're going to completely make the move over um, to um, APR. Uh, thank you all for coming tonight. Don't forget that we have PA Politics Monday at show at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Conspiracy Theory Wednesdays at 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And also you can join us at our, our Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash warroom101. Have a great evening. God bless our troops. God bless our listeners. And God bless the USA. Glory. No, I'm